Welcome to Rise Resolute. I'm so excited for my guest today, but before I introduce her, I'd like to start with a quote as per usual. Falling down is an accident, but staying down is a choice. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with Dana Fallon. She's a mother, she's an athlete, she's a friend, and I am so excited to have her on the podcast. Welcome, Dana. Hi there. Thank you, Dina. <laughs> I'm happy to have you on. Can you give everyone a little um, background, kind of give us our, your athletic history and where you came from and where you are now athletically, and then we'll kind of talk about your struggle and challenge. Sure. I uh, played high school basketball, and I also played high school slow pitch softball and fast pitch um, year-round. I, um, as I got, obviously, you know, through high school, I decided that I no longer felt that I was, you know, chosen to take those paths, and I actually started running, and I started to fall in love with running, um, and, you know, just taking other classes at the gym, but I really found a freedom with just being outdoors and connecting with the outside and hitting the pavement, and would get that runner's high and just fell in love with it and started doing half marathons, and yeah. Awesome. I know. We share that love for running, and it really is. There's nothing like being outside. Um one with nature and having the peace of being outside, and I, I love it too, so I can totally relate to that. Um, I know that you faced a serious um, struggle. Um, can you give us some of the details of what happened, Dana, when you had your injury? Sure. I, um, ironically, I had run five miles. This was a beautiful August morning um, back here in Virginia Beach, and I had run my five miles, I had mowed the yard, because my husband was out of town, and I even I took the kids to our swimming pool and came back, and that night I, um, we had just moved into a new house, I missed the top step going down into our sunken living, living room, which is about four, four, four um, stairs, and I sheared off my right fibular oh on my, my right gosh. ankle. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Did you know right away that you you had done something pretty serious? I did. My foot began to swell. I sat there in tears. My husband was trying to get me up. You know, the kids were freaking out. The dogs were, like, not sure what to do. Um, and I knew just right then and there, I was, I, I just, something was not right. So scary. So scary. And so walk me through what happened from there. I know that eventually you had to have surgery. Um, so you went on to have surgery, correct? I did, yes. The next day, I went to urgent care. They told me, you know, if, if you did something, you did it right. And I, sure enough, I, I broke it, broke off part of my right fibular, and they um, sent me to the orthopedic surgeon who had me on his case that following Monday. This was a Friday, and I was in surgery. I had a titanium plate and five pins put in my ankle and was told... Um, that basically I was non-weight-bearing, and it was my driving foot as well, which was very hard for me to conceive. Um, let me rewind, actually. The night before my surgery, I actually went into, like, a full-on meltdown. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. This is this is summer. My kids are on summer break. We just moved into this house. Um, how am I going to get around? Just everything went through my mind, and I had a pretty much breakdown. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I was non-weight bearing for six weeks. And after that point in time, I was very PT a little bit earlier than the six weeks because I actually was feeling a lot better and 
I think because of being an athlete and running, um, I went into the surgery in better condition than most of the orthopedic surgeon's patients. Um, so it gave me light at the end of the tunnel and I started PT, but I also had the knowledge behind that I was to run a 5k with my daughter because she had signed up for girls on the run for the first time in wow. elementary school. Ah, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. And so, and how, but, how far out so, was that after the injury? When was that supposed to happen, Dana? I'm in a normal situation or unnormal for me. I was 10 weeks out post surgery and I ran the 5k. Wow. That's pretty incredible. And so, it is, you know, I mean, I, I will tell you that I did PT um, with Nicole King at Best Life Physical Therapy, and she pushed me. She pushed me. It hurt. Um, every time I'd leave physical therapy, I was in more pain than I, you know, than I came in with, but it was because I had lost a lot of atrophy, and she was getting me to get to my goal. You know, I wasn't going out to make a time. I was just doing it to run with my daughter, and and I did it. And I accomplished it and back to, you know, now I'm obviously back to running again. And yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was a hard feat for me to not be able to drive for six weeks and have someone, you know, carting me around all the time. Yeah. I can't imagine um, the mental anguish of kind of going through that and knowing that you couldn't drive your car. And just to back up a little bit for those of, of um, yeah. us out there that don't know about the tibia and the fibula, they're the pair of long bones in the lower leg below the knee. And so when um, Dana fractured her fibula, it really significantly um, affected her ability to weight bear, which is our fancy term for walking around. So yeah, like she mentioned, she was in a boot, she couldn't drive. It was very, it was really a challenging situation. And um, I thought, you know, it was just amazing the way you came through that, Dana. Um, So was there something within you that you feel like was already there or that you had to develop as you were going through this challenge to kind of get through and make it through the tough times? You know, I think for me, coming, you know, from an athletic background, I I wanted to be able to run. And I I had, you know, I had fear in hitting the pavement for the first time. And I I did it slow and steady. You know, obviously slow and steady wins the race. Um, I think also knowing that I had this goal that my daughter was relying on me to run this with her. Um, And, you know, this being her first time doing Girls on the Run as as a 10-year-old. Um, I think I, I looked, I just dug deep and knew, you know, it wasn't the most comfortable run for me because it was outdoor on trail, which, you know, obviously knowing how immobile I was for so long in the boot and then being able to walk. So it, it was, it was hard. It was real, you know, but I just, for me, I, I just dug deep and knew that I was doing this for my daughter. I love that. Yeah. And I, I really like that part about digging deep and that you decided like our quote that you weren't going to stay down. You were going to rise. You were going to continue and you were going to push. And it doesn't mean Absolutely. that every day is always fantastic. Right. But, um, you know, you just have to kind of keep moving forward and start again as you need to, um, which is which is pretty amazing. Um, I know you mentioned physical therapy. Um, were there other people that you feel like helped you along the way? I know a support network is so essential when things like this happen. Yeah, I mean, I had, you know, I obviously friends and family and, you know, my sister-in-law was a huge help. Um, again, my physical therapist, and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to mention you, but, you know, you as a friend were there to guide me and tell me, you know, what what to do at, as 
a person and what not to do and, you know, what boundaries to push and, and how to do it. And I think it's because of all these factors that I feel so quickly. And, um, you know, even my, my, my orthopedic surgeon was completely impressed with the fact of me, you know, being able to complete, complete a 5k 10 weeks out of surgery and, you know, major ankle surgery where they put titanium plate and five pins in yeah it's pretty incredible you know and it's so much too like moving forward you know six months forward I had my post-op and I ended up because running is such a passion for me as well as spinning and you know other classes that I take at the gym that I was starting to feel the um the hardware that I had the hardware removed Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So how long after the injury did you have the hardware removed, Dana? It was about six months. Um, I could feel it as the swelling was going down and going down and going down in my ankle and the skin around my ankle. I could feel the plate. I couldn't even, I couldn't really run even a quarter of a mile without feeling this tug. And so I had made an appointment with him and he said, you know, basically it's, 50% 50% keep it in, 50% end up in the situation that I'm in where it just, it was very uncomfortable and preventing me from working out. So I had had the uh, plate and pins removed. Wow. Amazing. Um, you know, I'm going to go back to something you said a few minutes ago, and that's that um, you had people who helped you figure out which boundaries to push. And I really like that because, you know, there are boundaries that can't be pushed right within us, but there are boundaries that we can push. And sometimes it's outside of our comfort zone. And sometimes it takes that extra courage and that extra digging deep. And I really liked, I, I found that to be really powerful that you said that. Um, is there anything else that you feel like maybe you wish you had known at the time, at the time of the injury or, you know, as you were going through it, any words of wisdom that you can think of that you wish you had known that you learned as you went through it? To have, to basically keep the faith and keep the momentum going because you hit a, you know, when an accident like that happens, you hit a, you hit a low, you hit a low and it's not right away. It for me was right before my surgery and just to keep the faith and know that you're going to have a whole cheer squad and support, you know, team around you and know that you're going to have bad days. And those bad days might be that you worked really hard at physical therapy and it hurts really bad, but people are there to pick you up and say, you're doing the right thing. That's great. Yeah. And I think keeping the momentum is a great thought also, because um, as we talked about earlier, you know, every day is not going to be good. um, But you know, you can still keep moving forward and find that good day and find something good in each day, um, even when it's, you know, a bad day overall. So it, it really takes a lot of mental strength. And I admire you for that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, as we like to um, do for our listeners, is there do you feel like this challenge prepared you for other similar challenges that you've faced since your injury? Um, is there anything that you can kind of give our, run, our, our uh, listeners in terms of how they can take this and, you know, our quote, we can apply that as well, but how they can take this and apply it to their lives when they're facing challenges, be it big or small. Um, you know, is there any, are are there any other words of wisdom that you want to share? Yeah. You know, I mean, like you said, big or small, the best thing you can do is take baby steps. Um, you know, I knew that six weeks I wouldn't be driving and I wouldn't be weight bearing. And all I could do was take the baby steps and, and know that I would get there. Um, and I would be able to accomplish, you know, running again one day, which I was able to. And, you know, I just 
I learned that when I did go back into working out, it didn't feel great at first, but it's not supposed to. Right. And I, and it, and it was a little frustrating, but then every day it got better and better and better. And I could run further and I could run faster. And it was basically taking the baby steps and having mind over matter, knowing that my body has healed. You can take this leap forward now. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. I really appreciate you being here on the podcast. And um, You're very welcome. Yeah, and I just want to remind our listeners um, that whatever struggles they're facing in their life, as I mentioned, be it big or small, um, that you can get knocked down, but staying down is always a choice. And there's going to be bad days, um, but we know, listeners, that you're not going to make that choice to stay down. We know that you will choose to rise, and we know that connected, we're stronger, and connected, we can rise together. So thank you so much, Dana. Thank you for listening. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me on. All right. This is Rise Resolute.